You're listening to Artists Ablaze, interviews with artists from Ablaze Records. I'm your host, Nick Bizzub, and I'll be speaking with some of the most innovative and talented artists of today. Thank you for listening in. speaking about Douglas Nienz's flute concerto titled Tempest, performed by Mikael Toms conducting the Brno Philharmonic with Gareth Davis on flute. The first movement is titled Ostro, Ostro is the warm and humid southern Mediterranean wind, often carrying with it rain and sometimes very violent gales. The music in this movement is highly virtuosic, changeable, and often very incisive and direct in repeated rhythmic figures. The figuration in the flute sometimes features sharp, quick, and jagged chromatic registral changes having the effect of spinning the music forward in an almost gale-like fashion, appropriate for a southerly wind bursting with force. I'd like to welcome Douglas Nians with his flute concerto, and today we're going to talk about the first movement, Ostro. For this first movement, it really seems to balance a few qualities of the southerly wind, Ostro. Perhaps most specifically, this wind's brute gale-like force with a more delicate, warm summer breeze moment, kind of a longing and, and searching quality. Would you talk about how you sought to balance these qualities musically, using the flute, and how that played into the virtuosic approach to the figuration in the more incisive sections? Well, thanks, and thanks for having me on the show, Nick. You know, I think with something like this, with a concerto, what I'm always thinking of first and foremost is, is drama and having the soloist really, I guess, kind of show off. So before thinking of any of these more, I guess, artistic elements of the work, I was principally concerned with, okay, how am I going to fashion a a movement that's going to show off this delicate instrument and yet do it with some power and force that reflects the kind of artistic intention of the piece? And that's a trick with any concerto, I think, is to keep it transparent enough so the soloist can speak. But then once you've created an environment where the soloist can speak and be heard, what exactly is the nature of the material you you give them? And in this case, I wanted something that was muscular and emphatic and, and dramatic and at sometimes incisive at other times more lyrical. So to show off these two aspects of, of the flute and its, its virtuosic character. A lovely contrasting section featuring a more lengthy exchange between the harp and flute blossoms into bittersweet music of a searching, longing quality. 
it's really well balanced within the orchestra and how you're kind of parsing where the, the solo flute is able to really blossom from the texture and then to balance that again strength the you know muscular nature of the music using the same sort of figurations as the flute within kind of a full 2d sort of texture and I wonder, you know, in, in approaching that, did you start with the flute line first? Did you have an overarching idea of what you wanted the flute to do? Or what was the process in conceiving this first movement? Normally, I, I start with some idea of the kind of macro level decisions, the, the overall overarching kind of form of the piece, how many sections, what kind of contrasts they're going to be. And then I move to what kind of material will best fulfill the nature of those sections. So I played around a little bit with the material and I wanted, you know, the, the charge, the brief for this piece was to make it as, as virtuosic as you want. And because I trained as a flute player, I know all the tricks and secret portals, you know, mm -hmm. of these yes. flute players. So <laughs> I really thought, well, I'll, I'll make something that's really show off, especially to other flute players, Boy, this guy can play. And he really, really, all of the reviews really speak to his playing yeah, well, and it really shines it's through. It's hard to ignore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> approaching these very virtuosic sections. Were you taking your own flute out? You yourself were a flute player. Yeah. And did you sit there, you know, with the flute kind of fingering through or, or thinking through in your flute player self first before a composerly self? No, uh, because, you know, the reason 
it took me 25 years to write a flute piece, <laughs> even though I'm a flute player, is that you do know all those little things. And it really, I guess, invites one to really dig down into all those cliches. And I wanted to write something that was idiomatic without being cliched or stolen from some other composer. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't give too much consideration because I knew kind of what I was doing and, right. and knew that it was going to be challengingly difficult to play this piece and i mean any concerto is is difficult right um, but right. this this one is is pretty hard but it's a fantastic work oh well, thank and you and it um really really showcases gareth's playing and his his true technical prowess oh, on the instrument technical and musical he's an amazing Absolutely. master yeah yes Thank you for listening in to this episode of Artists Ablaze, where we talked about Douglas Nienz's flute concerto, Tempest, performed by Mikkel Toms conducting the Brunel Philharmonic with Gareth Davis on flute. If you'd like to hear the full concerto, it may be found on your favorite streaming service, or you can purchase a disc directly from the Ablaze Records website or Amazon. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, I invite you to contact me directly at nbizub.com. That's N-B-I-Z-U-B at ablazerecords.net. Artists Ablaze is made possible by Ablaze Records, a company based in Australia and the United States dedicated to the recording, distribution, and promotion of work by living composers and performers. Ablaze Records, passion in sound and power in performance. <laughs>